Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is going on, guys? It is your boy Dylan at Thunder Chats coming to you with our presenting sponsor, BetOnline.ag. BetOnline continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With ultimate odds, stats, and trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting contests and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today to become part of the team, and remember to use our promo code Believe that is capital letters B L E A V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Top of Thunder podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Hunzinger at Thunder Chats, where you're part of the Believe Network, and this podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Man, that was a, man, that was a fun time. That was an absolutely fun time. Um, you know, before before we get into the game, got to introduce my co-host Matt Tierney. Tierney, how you doing, my friend? Hi, I'm good. I'm happy. What a fun game, man! Like this Orlando Magic Thunder. So like I would love to see that in a seven game series. That just is just such a fun time every time. NBA we got finals, to watch them live. Let's make it happen. It's the only time it could happen is the NBA finals. <laughs> we had such a fun time in the meetup. It was a great game then. It was a great mm-hmm. game tonight. Uh just just great. And I mean, obviously the fact that we won helps, but like even if we didn't win, even if it was a close loss, that was a good game on both ends. Like it was fun, it was exciting. A lot of a lot of back and forth. Um, all that stuff we're going to get to in a little bit. Yeah, just a fun game. I'm, I'm happy. Happy where we are going into the All-Star break. Absolutely. For sure, man. And uh, shout out to Wake Up Japan. Says thanks Whoa. for being on right after the game so I can see what other fans are saying to help me release my energy. Yeah, man, we're hyped, man. We're, we're, we're very excited. <laughs> uh, well, I, I would hope. I would think so. I would assume <laughs> so, but you could put your username or whatever you want. So shout out if you're from Japan right now. Let's watch uh, Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I tweeted out on my personal account. I said, you know, national TV win, check. Uh, Shay MVP agenda, check. Dub MIP agenda, which they talked about on the broadcast. So, like, you know, I know it's uncommon for a second year player, but like they were talking about it on the broadcast. So, check. And, you know, obviously, like two wins going into all star break, like a much needed all star break for this team. Things things are looking good. Like it was, the vibes are very high right now for for Thunder and Thunder fans. Uh, oh, shout out Michael Clampett. He was in line at Disney Michael. World, and some tall man blocked him. He had a beard, and his friends kept calling him Cheddar. I think I have an inclination who that guy might have been. I hmm. apologize, sir. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Hey, theory. I mean, the folks are here. The game just happened. National TV. I think Alex is joining us here in a little bit. The vibes are immaculate as they have been much of the year. Let's get into this game. Let's talk about it in our single large item. So, single large item, the Thunder won the game 127-113 against the Orlando Magic. They are 
undefeated against them this year, 2-0. We got to see it firsthand uh, in Oklahoma City. And, you know, it looked like this game was about to get away from the Thunder early on. Like the Magic was playing at Mm -hmm. a breakneck pace. They were knocking down threes all over the place. The crowd was into it. And it looks like the type of game that, you know, the Thunder team that we saw against the Mavericks, for instance, uh, would let this one slip away and not ever get back control of. But that was not the case tonight. And uh, I don't have I don't have a mean transition of this, but also joining us, Alex's forehead. Uh, no, I no, hate no, when I'm this... sorry. I, all, I, all I see is your head in the little square. It shows your full body here. I apologize. Oh, I, okay. I, I hate I hate this. I, was about I to hate say, this man, topic like, thunder damn. thing at the top, dude. You're cutting everyone's heads cut off. Yeah, I believe uh, we got to get a new overlay, man. We yeah, have, I keep forgetting to do it, but a thinner one, uh, whatever. We need to get a thinner one. We just need a transparent one. That's what we need. It needs to be behind it. Yeah, true. does it make any yeah, sense on the YouTube? Alex, man, uh, vibes are high. Alex. We're we're very excited about this game just happened. We just started seeing large item. I know your time is limited compared to mine and Tierney, so I'm going to popcorn you and let you have first thing large item of the game, man. You're going to popcorn me? Yeah. Popcorn. So, um, pop off. Back okay. to elementary um, school, baby. So, I mean, I almost have to do like a double single large item. Like I have to do kind of like what, what you do sometimes, Dylan, and what you do, you know, Tierney. And I have to say like these last two games where – both SGA and J-Dub, it's kind of like the realization of what we've been looking for here since this rebuild oh, started. Them. That's not cool. That's not cool. I'm sorry. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take both of them as a tandem, and I'm just going to look at them as a tandem. You guys can it's break right. them down individually. Um, but, I mean, it's been two straight games of 30-plus for each of them, um, and it's been almost – unbeatable whenever both of them are going because the thing is they don't hit you at the same time they hit you at different times in the game and so you know whenever one is on so you know usually when you look at it it's you know it's it's the first quarter and the third quarter belong to SGA and then you know the second quarter well actually the fourth quarter belongs to Dub and then the second quarter is kind of a you know if Dub is going for 30 he's taking over the second quarter the beginning of the second quarter also Um, and so it's it's just it's too much for a lot of teams to handle, um, and so what we're seeing is is that realization of those two superstar players, you know, this Jordan Pippen combo because, you know, we haven't really seen a wing wing combo type scenario where you have two wings that are playing this great um, at the same time, um, and and they complement each other so well. You know, it's usually a big a big man and a and you know like a, a guard or a wing. You know, Kobe, Shaq, you know, like Jordan Pippen was great, but but Pippen was not known as a scorer. He was a complimentary scorer. He can score 20 points a game. Um, but Dub, the way he's going, the way he's developing, you can honestly seriously see a, a guy that's scoring 24 to 26 pretty consistently um, out there. And so just seeing that realization of those two guys dominating and in turn causing us to to dominate teams and dominate games. Um, it's just it's a great development, a development in this season where, you know, we keep on seeing these different layers of, hey, this is great. You know, this is this is greatness developing right now. Um, and so I just thought it was it was great to see them once again 
um, dominate the other team pretty, you know, pretty in strong fashion. Yeah. The, my favorite part. For... Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, go ahead. Nah, oh. You, you can go. You can go. I was just going to say the, the I think, I think uh, Sublime tweeted this, and I, but I thought it too in the moment. It was mm-hmm. when the fourth quarter happened. And uh, it was one of those moments where it was like, you could tell that this announcing crew obviously <laughs> does not pay close attention to the ins and out of the Thunder lineups and how they perform. Because start of the fourth quarter, obviously Shea is out and Shaq says something to uh, the extent of this is the opportunity for the Magic to get back in this game because Shea is not on the floor right now. And all of us Thunder fans are like, you have no idea what's coming, do you? You have no idea that fourth quarter J-Dub is like one of the greatest of all time. He's he's dominant and he did it to, I, I don't know if statistically if this was his best fourth quarter of his career this season or of his career in general, but it was Pretty much up there. He had 17 in the fourth, six of eight, one of three, uh, a steal, an assist. Like he was the entire offense for the first half of that fourth quarter um, until Shea came in. But he was still producing the entire time to like the ninth degree. Um, so he had a, a phenomenal game. And to be honest, like Shea also had a really good second half we we mentioned it on twitter but um the only reason i think j-dub got more of the spotlight tonight as opposed to shay because uh shay's first half was not very good and it wasn't even because he didn't shoot very well like shay's shots today were pretty good for the whole game but it, it was just like they would roll off weird and he wouldn't really he wouldn't really get those shots and then he's got like eight points three of eleven in the first half and then comes out and like just takes over the third quarter. So it was like third quarter was all Shea, fourth quarter was all J-Dub. Um, and they, they, they completely stole the show today. I mean, there's a few other guys on the periphery that we can talk about later, but like it, they were the first, second, third, and fourth most mm-hmm. talked about things. If you're talking about how this game went tonight for the Oakland City Thunder. Yeah. You know, you're talking about duos like Alex was a second ago, like, Something that kind of comes to mind. It's not like it's not a one for one replica or anything like that. But, you know, early in the game, Shaq and uh, Stan Van Gundy both compared Shea to Dwayne Wade, which is a comparison that I've said, you know, with like Mm -hmm. his ability to like, you know, get operate in the mid range, his footwork in the post, you know, get guys off their feet, you know, finish through contact, like very reminiscent of young Dwayne Wade. And, you know, Jalen Williams is nowhere near the physical force of LeBron James, but like, you know, those Heatles years, whenever you have Wade and LeBron kind of working in tandem together, um, both on offense and defense, you can kind of see some shades out of that with the uh, Shea and Dub, like, you know, an actualized version. And what's so special about Hol- watching Holmgren them play, as, as Chris Bosch. Chris Bosch, yeah. Well, like, <laughs> like a like hyper it. Chris Bosch, like a hyper, like, uh, shot blocker, like probably better three-point shooter, higher basketball IQ, like an actualized version of Chris Bosh as well. But yeah, no, um, the, the thing that really sticks out to me about, you know, Shea and Dub playing together compared to all these other duos is like, you know, you look around the league at some of the best duos, like Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. You throw it back, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, like, you know, guys like that. It really feels like a your, your turn, my turn where, you know, one guy's cooking with the ball, the other guy's kind of standing in the corner, you know, just spacing the floor. And the thing with Shea and Dub is it's not like that. 
Like they're moving, they're setting screens, they're flaring out, they're cutting to the basket. Like they're truly working off of each other. And if they can continue to do, I mean, this is year two of them playing together. This is really year one of Dub having the ball as much as he's had. But like this is year two of these guys playing together. They're already, their chemistry is already clicking like this. Like this is a dangerous, like an absolutely just like deadly duo that the league is going to have to deal with for like the next half decade at least. And they're just going to get better. Like <laughs> If we know one thing about Shea, he gets better every year, like every single mm. year. I'm not going to go say talk it, about say getting it, in the lab. Say it, Dylan. Say it, Dylan. <laughs> when he gets in the lab, man, there you go. There you he doesn't go. take just a jump. He takes a leap. And, you know, it, it showed, man, like he's, he's playing like the MVP of the league this year. End up, you know, from year one to year two, like playing not just adding to his game, but playing a completely different role than last year and thriving in that. Like, you know, you give these guys five more years, they're going to be absolutely insane. We're talking about like both of them being all NBA selections, like that type of ceiling out of them. But I mean, just kind of getting into the game and, you know, their stats and like what they did in this game. Obviously, you know, Dub was great. I love that he took six three pointers. Hit three of them, 50% yeah. from the three-point line. I want more volume out of Dub. You know, I think they said – He's the yeah, fourth yeah. best three-point shooter in, yes. the, in the NBA. I mean, yeah, he's got Yeah, they said it. that on the broadcast. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah. I need more. Like, you know, I, I want him to shoot like six, seven, eight, like consistently. Like, let him fly, man, because it looks pure. The step back right. looks pure. Don't forget the step back. Um, Don't forget the step back. And, yeah, and he had a couple finishes, man. I was just like, how? Like <laughs> – like, absolutely just how at the beginning of the fourth where he just, like, goes into traffic, almost triple clutches and throws the ball up, and it just rolls in. It's like, what? Should have been an and one, too. To <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely should have been. His, his ability been. his ability to finish through contact is is almost elite. I don't, I don't know if there's anybody, like, outside of LeBron, outside of, you know, Be those honest. stronger players that can that yeah. can do that. Yeah, and, you know, and not taking anything away from Dub, but I mean, we gotta go back to Shea because Dub was kind of great consistently through the game. Like you know, he like first quarter, second quarter, fourth quarter, like he was great through all of it. Um, Shea really struggled early on. Was getting good looks. Was like you know making guys you know creating mm-hmm. space. Just couldn't get that ball to go down. Coming out of that third quarter, man, six straight buckets from Shea, and it was anybody could get it. Jalen Suggs, back-to-back possessions, pull-up jumper over him. Forget about it. Nah, nah. He got it on Franz. He blew by Jonathan Isaac a couple times. Had the step-back three to prompt them to call a timeout um, to have 13 straight points. Best defensive player, uh, Jonathan Isaac, according to Stan Van Gundy tonight. Yeah. Uh, He blocked Shea one time. Yeah, in the world. He blocked Shea one time, and it was Stan Van Gundy like, he's the best. Just the best. So. Technically, Shea shot over the best defender in the world, according to Stan Van Gundy. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got the skills. I, I, I'll give you that, Jonathan Isaac. The thing is, he just can't stay he's healthy. Good. But, yeah. no, nah, man, I mean, little, Shea, Shea was on one that third quarter, and we've got to talk about that dagger, man. The dagger at the end of the game. Oh, I got it. Gets, I got gets it. the rebound. Oh, you got the clip for me? <laughs> is it? Oh, wait, is it? Uh, you were saying something that made me think you'd, it's not. It, which which one are you talking about? No, it, it's the go home one. It's the go. Home okay, one. it's the go. I wanted the go home one because someone mentioned in the chat. I was going to bring it up. 
Uh, so I we got the go home. I don't right, want to play the audio. We got the we got the step back, baseline nails. That's dagger, go man. Home. That's, that's dagger. Go home. Go and home. You know what's special is it, about is it? Is it go home or is it let's go home? Let's go home. I, I think he's telling the fans to go home because it's okay. over. <laughs> you know, they're throwing the him on the broadcast. Like you can't go home. This is their this is their arena. But like, yeah, he, he's telling the fans to go home. But one more time, know, let's look at that shot. Ooh. What what's that. funny? Dennis Schroeder is the Leonardo DiCaprio meme of like you know watching TV and pointing at it because how many times have we seen Dennis Schroeder pull that exact same reverse spin? You know, coming baseline gets to the corner, boom! Like I'm pretty, I know he did it for the Thunder, uh, I know he did it for yeah. the Lakers. Was pretty it, sure he did it in FIFA International play. Is it is it like uh, back when he played for us? Wasn't that like the spot that he hit from the most, like in the NBA? They had those charts that show where you know yeah. the, the player hits the highest percentage. I thought I think I his was from that area right there. Mm-hmm. That that would make sense. But no, I'm yeah. I'm just talking about the dribble move, man. Like where he just dribbled, you know, out to the corner and then like hit him with the quick spin, you know. And yeah. a lot of times he just blows by and gets to the layup. But like you know, credit to Palo, just that he recovered. Move but yeah, that's shame, a man, move. just stop and pop. He's absolutely insane, man. You know, ended up with. 32 points and was just like not hitting anything in the first half. So like no. dude's absolutely bonkers. But and the know. fact that we were up by eight two at the, with the way Shea was playing, you mm-hmm. kind of knew like, it was like, yeah, if Shea does anything remotely normal for him, like this game's over. And then he did, he went insane and dub went insane. So it was easy, easy one. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to bring up was that comment from, from Wake Up Japan. That's what I think got Shea a little emotional because that that clip, that's not very normal for Shea. Like, he does not – he's very not, stoic. He's usually. not very fiery, yeah. If I had to guess, I would say it's Jalen Suggs that got under him, uh, under his skin because, you know, Suggs is a very fiery personality, talking the entire game, screaming after the three-pointers. Like, he's got a lot of Patrick Beverly in his, like – in his, like – uh demeanor yeah. on the court um like i, I love it without killing somebody's meniscus yeah without that <laughs> did you guys see where he like it was like the second quarter and he hit a three to go down nine and he's like pump fisting the crowd Just screaming going, yeah yeah i was like that's a crazy move dude you're down nine it's not like a run or anything so, yeah i don't know he's got a lot of emotion i guess yeah, and, and he was guarding Shea for, like, the majority of the first half. And, you know, I think every miss, you know, he was hype, obviously. Like, you know, as a defender, like, I, I 100% can I relate. that a little. Yeah. Yeah, and so, like, third quarter, whenever Shea was just popping off on everybody, you know, Shea started to get that confidence. Uh, fourth quarter, you know, Suggs tried to switch back on to him. Uh, for a while, Suggs was guarding Dub, and Franz was on Shea. And then, you know, Shea started cooking, and so they switched back. And then it was like Shay was like, it don't matter who's guarding me, man. Like his his confidence was already through the roof, and you know, stocking his stuff, man. So I respect it. Shay Shay played like an MVP. Dub played like an MIP tonight, and national television, everybody saw it. Everyone. They both they both played like all stars. They both played all like stars. Olympians. Team USA. Mm-hmm. What the hell are you doing, leaving J Dub off that <laughs> yeah. team? Glaring omission. <laughs> Absolutely glaring, glaring omission. I, I don't know if we mentioned, I know Alex said it was the uh, back-to-back uh, 30-point games for both 
Shay and Jada, but uh, mm-hmm. I think I think it was I don't remember who tweeted it. Uh, Dylan, extra stats tweeted muse. It. Extra stats muse. Thank you. Uh, first time that's happened uh, in Stat Mamba our franchise. Allied. Stat who? Stat Mamba. Stat, Stat Mamba. Uh, it's the last time that's happened, or the first time that's happened since the two best best players in Thunder franchise history, Russ and KD. And going back to what you're saying about the cohesiveness, I think. If you look at, you know, we've talked about this a little bit, but Jay and Russ together does not really fit. Like 30 points and 30 points is because Russ got his 30 points and KD got his 30 points. And they are kind of like two separate things. When it's Jay and J-Dub getting 30 points apiece, it's because they're they're both on the floor getting it like in their own moments. Like it, it, it doesn't feel like it's forced. Whereas those two guys are like bona fide Hall of Famers. So they can get 30 a night, but these guys, I mean, they probably will be hall of famers too, if I had to guess, but they're doing it in a, in a context that's like within the system and they're still doing the same offensive level that those two guys did. And so the, the only other thing I wanted to say about kind of dovetailing that into the Sunday game, because we haven't uh, podcasted since Friday, the Kings game where we had the other 30 points for those two guys, I just got to say, I mean, we can talk about it more, but I just, I needed to mention it because a lot of curses were broken that day. Uh, we had the afternoon game curse. Mm-hmm. Exercise uh, the demons. <laughs> we exercised the afternoon game curse demons. We exercised the Sacramento Kings demons. We finally won a game there. So a lot of, a lot of big finally wins. Beat them in general. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Just I think we've lost to them like eight times in a row. It doesn't we matter OKC or Sacramento. Doesn't matter what where. Was it, the last yeah. time we won, uh, beat them was like 2019 or something like that. Yeah, like Shea was not on the. All right, yeah, Shea wasn't even on the team at that point. So Mm-mm. a lot of curses were broken, and we also didn't lose three straight because uh, we were in jeopardy of that too. Still have not lost three straight that game. So just you know, it happened a couple of days ago at this point. So I'm sure everyone's already seen all that. But you know, yeah. just a lot of Thunder W's happened on Super Bowl Sunday. So thank you, man. No, yeah, we, we definitely did beat them uh, since Shay. I remember that that game where Dort stripped Fox and got the layup. Um, I guess so that was, was I thought 2019. That was 2020. Okay. No, so that was 2021, good. actually. 2021. Ah, okay. Because that was a couple of years. Jerseys. Yeah. I mean, remember, we, 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 like usually, a we usually, yeah, but we usually play them like three to four times a year. So, mm-hmm. you know, eight times yeah. in a row is literally just probably usually a couple of years. Yeah. 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 It's fair. Feels nice. Didn't do my job very well. All right, Tyrion. Let's uh, let's get back to this game, man. Let's talk single large item. Alex took Alex took both the layups. I I did not. I did Ball. not take both the layups. That's tough, dude. That's tough, dude. Uh, tough. Man. All right. Well, let me take a look here because I've got some small things, some small thoughts. Um, about a, a few guys. Are you, about to, are you about to smuggle a bunch of them too? Am I gonna have no, to I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. We'll, we'll leave you. We'll oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. played pretty good seven yeah. minutes? We'll you know what? Lose. You've been talking so much about De- uh, Jang, Dylan. We'll just leave him. I'll talk about everyone except him. But no, uh, yeah, I remember. So, Kaysen. Kaysen had a... I loved Kaysen's game today. It wasn't like... Usage-wise, was, I still want more from him. Um, but, like... He had a really good play that I thought highlighted a lot of what I love about Kaysen, where it was a turnover by us. I don't remember who turned it over. It wasn't Kaysen, but uh, Jonathan Isaac got the steal. It was a fast break to 
I think Paolo. Mm-hmm. Paolo goes up for it. Looks like an easy layup. Like you're either going to foul him or, you know, he gets easy two points. Kaysen somehow gets his hand in there, swipes it away. Now it's a fast break the other way. He takes it the entire way and it's a lob to J-Dub. And it's like, that's a four point swing right there. Just because of Kaysen. And they were, they were lauding over Kaysen Wallace tonight on the broadcast. They were saying some really, really good things about him. And they, and they kind of said what I wanted to articulate too, which is that he doesn't get a lot of attention just because uh, on a national scale, he doesn't get a lot of attention mm-hmm. because of Shea and of J-Dub. And you've got those two elite players. You're no matter, no matter what kind of rookie you are, you're not going to be seen that much. And he is a very, very good rookie. Um, and so he like was he was a, still efficient. He was an, a team leading plus 16 on the plus minus. Yeah. Plus 16 was great. Uh, he, it's just every time Kaysen takes a corner three, I'm just like, it's going in, dude. It's, it's just corner going case, in. Like, man. It's corner queso. So he had a couple of threes. I, I know one of them was from the corner. I'm pretty sure both of them were. But yeah, Kaysen, great, great game for a rookie. And just good to also see like the national media give him the attention that I think he's deserved for a while, but didn't really get it till tonight. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I love Kaysen. You know, it, it sucks. You know, he, he had a really good game against Mavericks. Seems like he always plays good against Mavericks since that's like his home team or his hometown mm-hmm. team, and that's the team that traded him everything. Struggled against the Kings, couldn't get much going. Monk kind of cooked him. He couldn't get a shot to fall, anything like that. So, uncharacteristically bad game for him. But bouncing right back, you know, whenever your number's called, playing good defense, knocking down the corner threes. Um, I mean, just just really just being involved, like, in the play on both ends of the ball, like, I, I'm with you. I would like to see like, you know, more volume on his shots, um, mm-hmm. you know, specifically like from the corners because like he's, he's really good from the corners, but also we've seen like very small sample size. He's good off the dribble on a, on a brother above the break threes as well. You know, he's got nice touch, um, you know, from, from above the break. So I'd like to see him take a little bit more on that, but I mean, yeah, you can't really complain about what Kaysen's given you so far. Like he's fit. Every bill is a lottery pick. He's fit on this team seamlessly, and he's he's a huge, huge lift off the bench on both ends of the floor. Oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Two Kobe's and a Jeru Holiday out there, plus Chet Holmgren. Like, there goes your making for the championship Bosch, team. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Chris Bosh. Elite <laughs> plus. Chris Bosh plus. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, since uh, Tierney left me, everybody else to talk about. Let's uh, let's go into it. I always like one. Hey, I'm just I'm just gonna rip through them as, as fast as I can here. Um, so Chet Holmgren, 13 points, nine rebounds, one assist, one steal, five blocks for young Chet. Uh, mm-hmm. was four of eight from the field, so 50 percent. One of three from the stri- or from three point line, four of four from the stripe. I just don't understand, man. I want him to shoot the ball more. Like he's 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 taking a step back. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that too. Like he doesn't, he's not as confident or not, maybe not confident is not the right word, but he's not as aggressive as he was at the beginning of the season, which I think is definitely like hurting his MVP case. Like they're talking about tonight. MVP, on the, wow. Or sorry, not MVP. <laughs> yes, that he's definitely not winning the MVP. We're not, we're not there yet. But the rookie of the case. year is what I meant to say. Um, 
they're talking about that on the broadcast too. Like it does seem like Victor Wimanyama's taken a little bit of a, a, a gap there. And part of that's because he's been playing great. Like he had that game last night where he had like triple double blocks or something. It was crazy. But the mm-hmm. the Chet the Chet offense just isn't as prominent as it used to be. And yeah, I don't know if that's because the I don't know if it's because the the defenses have been adjusting to Chet a little bit and he's still trying to figure it out, or if it's that he's just trying to be more cautious in general and trying to play more into the system, but maybe too much into the system. If that makes any sense. Um, but yeah, I've, I've noticed that too, Dylan, like his offense has just gone down in general. So I have a, I have an observation on that. I think, I think he is very involved in the offense. I just think mm-hmm. that he sets up the pass that sets up the pass. Um, because when he has the ball, he does create a lot of gravity because of his three point shooting and his ability to, like, pump fake and drive. And so the defense kind of bends his way whenever he does have the ball. And so I think him passing, you know, back out, that usually leads to another pass to the corner, and that's the that's the pass that usually generates the shot. Um, and so just, yeah, you know, as far as he's playing within the offense, and that's a good thing. You know, you don't want – you know, we can't have selfish players on this team. We can't have guys that, you know, are always just going for theirs. Um, and so there are some nights where Chet's going to have, you know, 25, 30 points, but there's also some nights like tonight where he's going to have 13 points, nine rebounds and five blocks. And that's a great game, you know, yeah, in a 20 a point game, yeah. victory, you know, in a 20 point victory. So that's, you know, it's going to be, you know, it's 14, but it was one of those games where we were up by 20 at, at times, you know, so it, it's going to be, there, there's going to be those nights for, for that type of player, especially whenever you have nights where, J-Dub and Chet and uh, SG are getting 30-plus each. Like, you can't have three players getting 30-plus, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, just just the pump fake, man. Like, there's some pump fakes. It's like, dude, if you would just shoot it instead of pump faking it, you'd have plenty of time to get the shot. <laughs> but Right. Yeah. I and I also, I also think, like, yeah, so, like, he's got some gravity, but I feel like, and this is sort of the – Maybe this is like I'm I'm coming from the perspective of someone who always tries to like get the highlights and just just those. I always felt like at the beginning of the year there was more of those Chet pump fakes where he gets the defender to bite and then gets by him and does some sort of sick finish at the rim. And nowadays it feels like he might get them to bite, but then when he drives, it's like the defense collapses and so then he has to just pass out. And so that's where I think there's that adjustment of like people are not only respecting his his uh his shooting but also his ability to finish and because of that it's sort of dampening his offensive output a little bit but again i don't know i don't know ball to that level but that's just my observation on what i think's happening yeah he did get fouled on one of those yeah. drives it's, and it's just yeah today for sure it's just muting his stats like he's still you know he's still his effectiveness and his impact. impact. Yeah, his right. impact on the game is For still sure. there. It's just yeah. muting his stats a little bit. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, kind of sticking with the starters rounding it out. Um, both Dort and Josh Giddy played very well in the first quarter. Um, great Giddy game. Giddy ended up with, eh, I wouldn't say great Giddy game. Giddy had a really good first quarter. He disappeared after that. Um, and Dort did like, as well. Yeah, so that's true. Giddy he, had he, ten, he, five, and five. You're right. Yeah, Giddy had ten, five, and five. Dort had eight, four, and four. Two steals. Um, you know, Giddy shot five, eight, zero with three from three. 
uh, and then Dort shot three of five, two of four from three. Uh, Dort, I know, made one three in the, I think, the fourth quarter, but mm-hmm. all those other points from like both of them, I'm like 90% sure it came in the first quarter, and we needed it. Like, you know, we need, because, exactly, obviously, yeah. we needed it yeah. in the first quarter. It was when yeah, Shea we, was off. Mm-hmm. We were talking about Shea, you know, struggling early on. Obviously, Chet didn't take a lot of shots. Dub, I think he had seven points in the first quarter, so he was still doing good, but there was multiple times in transition you know we talked about you know alex before you jumped on how the magic wanted to make this attract me early on and run the thunder out of the gym gideon lou dort were the ones that were running out in transition and got a i think two or maybe even three transition buckets uh in the first quarter whenever the you know the magic was trying to like you know push push it out of uh reach like very early on so shout out to them you know for keeping us in the game in the first quarter and you know allowing our guys to kind of adjust and, you know, letting them take over. Like, they did their job. Like, they played their roles. Like, absolutely great job. Uh, I just want to talk about the bench in general. Like, you know, Tierney already talked about Casey, and he was great. But I – there was a lot of solid play from the bench, man. Wiggs, obviously, he saved basketball, had five points, one rebound, one steal, one block, two of four from the field, one of two from the three-point line. Wiggins has now hit a three-pointer in 13 straight games for the Thunder. So – well, stat that was a good leg that. from your bet today, by the way. The Wiggins, yes, three. yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, I hit a couple of those when <laughs> we not not starting a sports betting podcast just yet, but you know, I, I hit a few of them. Could be, no, hey, if you're playing them singles, I got you some wins. But uh, Isaiah Joe, man, you know, we haven't had a scoring out first from Isaiah Joe in a while. He only hit one three, but he still got 10 points because he was able to, I think he hit a mid-range jumper. Uh, he got a couple looks at the basket. I think one was kind of in transition. One was off of a beautiful pass from Kendrick Williams. Shout out to him. He didn't get a lot, he didn't get any points in this one. Uh, Kendrick Williams didn't, but he had two rebounds, two assists, and none prettier than that over-the-head uh, cutting Isaiah Joe right under the basket. Absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful. Um, Jalen Williams. Big boom. You know, we're talking about impact in the first quarter. Guys like, you know, Shea struggling, Chet and I getting a lot of shots. I think Chet actually had foul trouble early on. Jalen Williams comes in, knocks down two threes, plays great defense, plays yeah. with a lot of energy. Like, he was huge. I think I think Josh Giddy, Lou Dort, and Jalen Williams in the first quarter are a big reason why we were only down one point coming out of the first quarter with Shea struggling mm-hmm. as much as he was. Yeah, when he hit those when he hit those two uh, first quarter threes, and J Dub was also doing good in the first quarter, I was like, "This is gonna be horrible for ESPN. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not gonna know which one is which. They're gonna, you know, flub it up completely on a tweet or on a, you know, on a graphic on TV. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but eventually J Dub kind of, you know, outdistanced himself from J Will. So they always get a chuckle out of that, mentioning the fact that they have the same name every single national stream. It's like, oh hey, did you notice? This guy's also named Jalen. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like the third. It's literally year three, dude. And you yeah. see that guy? His name's Williams. Guess what his first name is? Jalen? No, it's Kenrich. It's yeah, and they were like, guess <laughs> the, guess what? There's guys on the floor, they're all last named Williams. And they're like, What? But yeah. Um I, I didn't want to mention I can't wait until we draft Jalen Williams from Auburn. We will yeah. not. We will not complete we need all the Williams. We, need all we the will Williams. not. I got to say with Isaiah Joe, I, I love how teams have not figured out yet that he can do other things than shoot threes uh, because he did a lot of that today. Uh, like I think you mentioned, though, like he, he's been like 
cutting off ball and like they'll just find him. He's mm-hmm. able to like drive and be able to finish at the rim. He's a really I don't know what his rebounds were today. Uh he had a, re- a rebound, but he's he is also a good rebounder. We've a seen single in, rebound. He had a single rebound. But it was a damn good rebound. It was a solid rebound. Um, but so he can just do like other things besides just the moon balls. So it's it's yeah. good to to know that he's he's got other things in the bag. And it's also nice because I I like to think that other people haven't caught on yet. And it's just one of those secrets that we're gonna keep in the Thunder Thunder community. I mean until can, people can, figure it out. Can you even be considered a great three point shooter if you're not in the three point contest? Oh, oh no! Gosh. Oh god, Cone's <laughs> gonna kill you, dude. We can't. We, we yeah, we gotta talk about that at some point, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, well, the it's tra- funny that, the travesty, the travesty. Uh, yeah, it's funny. Tierney mentions that you know teams haven't caught on to Isaiah Joe not just being a shooter. The Magic should know because Isaiah Joe should. caught a body <laughs> against Orlando Magic. Uh, we saw it live on our goal. So, like. They, if any team should know, it's it's the Orlando Magic. So, shame on you, Magic. Or you know, keep just keep doing that too. Keep yeah, doing that. you know what? And of course, I got to give a shout out to um, my metaphorical son, Usman Jang. Uh, he played nine minutes in this game. Uh, I think one early on in the third quarter or in the fourth quarter. Um, I think he played technically two in garbage time, and. But the six minutes that he played in the second quarter, some of the best play that he's had all season. I thought he played really good against the Sacramento Kings as well. Um, didn't knock down a shot in this game. Had a very nice free throw stroke. Knocked down two or two from the free throw line. But he was shooting with confidence. He wasn't hesitating. And he's starting to play with force and purpose. Like yes. you know, he's, he's, he's crashing the boards. You know, he's you know, passing and not just like wandering around, not like just sheepishly looking like he's passing with purpose. Like he had four assists in this game, man. He was, he was tied he was for almost second. Too, in he was almost too selfish too, like, or not too too unselfish. I should mm-hmm. say like there was a couple times where it was like, just go up with it. And then he like gave it to somebody else on a transition drive. I remember and I was like, why did, why did you do that? But yeah, like the fact that he's at least making decisions in general is good. Like that's a good first step. It's baby steps, like we said in our group chat. Baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. As the baby, but we're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. They took away one of his rebounds. There. They took away one of his rebounds. So I'm upset about that. He had two, four, and two tough. coming out of the his six minutes of action in the first half. They took away one of his rebounds, though. But they did that to, yeah, they did that to Chet that. too, because at halftime I think mm-hmm. or, he, had he had double like digit rebounds. And 10, yeah, and then somewhere right. somehow, like like they always do to him. With the blocks, yeah, they're stealing it. They're stealing the stats. It's a Wimby, Wimby conspiracy. Wimby didn't have nine blocks against uh, the Nuggets, and apparently neither did Chet Holmgren. So hmm. he had eight. Hmm. Should have had nine. Interesting. But, you know, whatever. But yeah, no. Shout out to the bench. You know, like really, the entire team came to play tonight. Like in some way, shape, or form. Like if they weren't knocking down shots, they were moving the ball. They were playing a good defense. They were crashing the boards. Uh, I, I got to look at this just because I know. Jerry's probably wondering. Yeah, we got absolutely obliterated on the glass, forty-eight to thirty-one, yeah. and we still won by fourteen. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think so. I think we did what. So number one, I, so number one, yeah, we got obliterated on the glass, but we turned them over sixteen times. That's number one. Uh-huh. Uh, number two, we were hella efficient offensively. 
And so, you know, whenever you're just efficient offensively, you're making your shots. You don't, you know, when you're making your shots, you don't require offensive rebounds. Um, and so, you know, they could go ahead and dominate the defensive glass because we were making the shots that we were making was enough to kind of, you know, to kind of just, it, it's too much for them. It's too much for the, for the magic. And so, yeah. 50, 40, 90 for the team, man. Yep. Uh, boys, before we transition um, into All-Star on the other side of this break, I have a little mini game for you guys. I just think it's kind of interesting. Um, so going into this game tonight, so this isn't counting tonight's totals, uh, going into the game tonight, I want to see if you guys can name the top five players on this team in terms of field goal percentage, and you have to have at least taken four shots a game. Field goal percentage, okay. Yeah, so uh, I let Alex go single or Jotam first. So Tyrion, you go first. Shay, Shay is number two with fifty four point eight percent from the field goal, uh, and just absurd for a guard, by the way. Very absurd. Alex. Well, I'm going to go absurd for forwards. I'm going to go Dub. Dub is Ooh. three with fifty four percent. He's Ooh. actually behind Shay. I, I. I'd be interested to see how close it is after tonight because he was 12 of 18. Shea was 11 mm-hmm. of 24, but you know, still very good for both of those guys to be right there. Uh, Tierney, what you got? Taking a look at the roster, who I think it could be. You're taking a look at the stats. You the stats. I'm, looking at, I'm looking at all the stats right Show now. Show your screen. Uh, I'm looking at the lineup, just the today's stats. Uh, I'm going to just say Chet. We're going to go the big three. Okay. Chet is four at 53.6 percent who so is one you have one and five and i'm interested to see one. how you guys can get it okay so i'm gonna Alex. go I have an idea you said four attempts per game i have an four idea for game one is queso yeah, queso is number guess. five with 50 oh, it is i know who it is, is. It 5.2 tyranny can you round it out no misses that's who i thought one was okay you Let's can do see. this, Terry. I believe in you. Oh, I have a thought, but I don't know if his I don't know if his his four attempts a game. Actually, on, he's probably done four. Oh, he's done four. Isaiah Joe. No. Oh. No, the man who saved basketball. Wiggins, Isaiah Joe's seven yeah. for the record. Yeah, the Isaiah Joe's forty six point one percent. I guess he Wiggins, takes too many threes. So it's like yeah. yeah. Aaron Wiggins leads the team with fifty eight point five percent from the field. Yeah. Crazy. That makes Absolutely sense. Crazy. That makes sense. I feel silly. Yeah. All right, boys. I have a I have a mini mini game. I have a mini oh, okay, mini okay. game. This will take like two seconds. Uh, I want to yeah. do. Uh, I want to do. There's a tie on back. the table. Yeah, I was gonna say this is one of your classic <laughs> uh, games where a tie is on the table. So uh, I want to. So you mentioned the score of the uh, game tonight. It was 127 to 113. Uh, mm-hmm. I want you to take uh, back to the last win on Sunday. And so I want to ask you two questions. One. Did the Thunder score more or less points than tonight's win against I, the I Kings? Know this, I know this answer, so I'm going to go ahead and bow. Yeah, he knows. Alex already knows. He looks <laughs> at the stats. It's exactly the same. Yeah, That's correct. Now, Dylan, <laughs> follow-up question. The Magic, they scored 113 points. Do you think that the Kings scored more or less than 113? I'm going to say more. Correct answer is less. high. It was the exactly it was the same wow. score. Exactly, exactly the same score. 
Bravo. exactly the same score. We had two ties today in this game. So and that was the that ties on the table with Matt. The Chandler. ties on the table game, your favorite game on Topic Thunder podcast, and that's the mini game. That's a lot of peace. That's a lot of tease. Ties on the table. Tyrannies, tyrannies tie on the table by Topic Thunder. That's five tees right there. All right, boys. Well, hey, hey, on the uh, oh, 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 oh. I was gonna say, have we talked about the amazing signing of Bismack Biombo? Oh yeah, we were gonna mention that. Bismack. Oh yeah, no, we we have not talked about Bismack Biombo. We also haven't talked. We'll about... Do it after the break. Sure, after this break. After break, just uh, yeah. a little cliffhanger. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> and we'll go back to the other side of the break. Um, yeah, so as Alex teased at the first half of the break, um, Bismarck Biombo was signed with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, I think the the verbiage was it's a veteran contract, a veteran minimum contract yeah. for the remainder of the season. Yes. Okay. So cool. Yeah, Bismarck Biombo joining the team. Uh, he's not Kelly Olynyk. He's not. Nick Claxton, Yaka Pertle, any of the big guys that we always think about in the trade deadline. But he is a veteran that knows his role. He is a guy that has been customarily described of as a great locker room guy and came in for the Memphis Grizzlies as soon as this year when Steven Adams went down with injuries, filled that role, I wouldn't say to perfection, but he was great. Rim running, finishing around the rim, rebounding, protecting the paint, and, you know, I don't think Bismat Biombo is going to have a spot in the rotation, so to speak, but having a guy that you can call on that knows his role, that can come in and do those things that I just listed that is going to be asked of him, it's great. It's great to have. Yeah, man, this is, this is the good thing about basically just having your team and then being able to fill out on the fringes. And so, you know, you have a need. You have a need for – just a, a big body. You just need a big body. You don't necessarily need a game changer. You need you don't need somebody that's going to play 25 minutes a night in the playoffs. Um, but if something happens, injuries happen in the game, all you know, happen in, in basketball all the time. You know, if you have – if you're playing against a team that has just size, like a lot of the teams in the Western Conference do, it's good to have that – just that added thing, you know, to pull out of the toy chest and just be like, hey, let's put him out there and, and see if uh, – See if you can change the dynamic of the game a little bit, you know. So it's always good to have that. And, and and again, this is not something that we needed. This is something that can enhance our team a little bit, but not something that we necessarily needed. So I thought it was a great signing. I think the the phrase I saw that I agree with the most is that he's a situational big. He's not a like a guy that you expect to get, like you said, Dylan, a lot of time. He is mm-hmm. a guy that you can bring in. That's like when you play a team like the Timberwolves, for example, who have a lot of big size or a team that's just crashing the boards and it's too physical too like I use the word brawny, but not LeBron, but like B-R-A-U-N, brawny, <laughs> that wow. type of Thank big. you for clarifying. You're welcome, because I didn't realize until after you said it. I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, people misinterpret that. So brawny as in big, like that type of big guy that's too physical for the size that Chet has, he can be slotted in, and he's he can fill that role. And he, again, like you said, he's got the veteran presence, which, I mean, we brought in Gordon Hayward for that purpose too, but, you know, you have two guys, and he's a vet man, so whatever. You have him on the roster. We need a spot anyway. And uh, yeah, like... I'm curious. I, I'd like to 
I'd like to see going into the playoffs, like how we use him because um, my hope is that, you know, if we get slotted up against a team in the playoffs that, you know, we need him, it would be nice to just have a game where he doesn't necessarily win us that game, but he at least makes enough of an impact to where um, it could be close enough to win with our normal guys. I don't think he's a guy that is going to like, if someone gets hurt, he's going to be able to substitute in. And like, if it's in the playoffs, we still have a chance. Like if check gets hurt, for example, in the playoffs and he's out for this, the rest of the playoffs, that's like, I, I would say it's pretty much over. Like, I don't think Brown is going to be like making an impact on that many minutes. And I, Dude, but, I need you to knock on wood right now. I, I need proof of wood. Proof of wood. Proof of wood. Particle Knocking board. On it. Yeah, it's not wood. God <laughs> dang it, Tierney. I'm not saying I'm not wanting this to happen. I'm not trying to say it. Listen, it didn't happen last you time. You just anyway. be saying stuff like this all I'm just saying time. stuff. Hey, I, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait until we, good. Minnes- uh, until we meet Minnesota in the playoffs and they trot out a lineup that features Gobert, Cat. And Nas Reed, and we could trot out a lineup that features Chet, J. Will, and Biombo. Disgusting. That would be horrible. That would be some gross. That would be that some, would be I would some not, nasty ass. I'd be very ball. tempted to turn off the television <laughs> if I saw that on the court. But yeah, just it's a it's a situational big. And again, I'm not I, pretend I didn't say that stuff about Chet if you want to, whatever. I'm just saying, like if it if if it if it's to. gonna happen then I don't think he's going to be the replacement for that. He's not, he's not going to be a slot in, but he just, he's a guy that sort of fills out the periphery of our lineup and gives us a little more options to change up the way we can make a lineup, which is good. True that. Yeah. Yeah. No. So yeah, the the next time that we see the Thunder play basketball, uh, Bismat Biombo will be on the team. Gordon Hayward Mm -hmm. will be on the team. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna look a lot different. Um, I'm very I'm interested to see what kind of role Gordon Hayward is given from jump. Uh, if they were to try to you know acclimate him, um, you know for lack of a better term, um, or you know if they thrust him into a very large role uh, starting over. So that will be uh, that will be very fun to see. And then you know for Bismat Biombo, man, we'll be standing on business for the rest of the season for Bismat Biombo. So. Sounds there like a go. t-shirt. Uh, it might I really be. Wanted, I wanted busy boards. Business. Busy boards was my getting I, busy I on that. the boards. Yeah. I I am excited You're a sucker to see, for alliteration. I love it. It's just fun. <laughs> uh I am excited to see if Gordon Hayward gets he's not gonna be in the starting lineup, but I'm excited to see if he not immediately slotted in. But I, I don't think the Thunder are gonna like I don't even think they're going to make a, I think it, if he is in the starting lineup, it's going to be like middle of the March or late March air time. Like I don't, I don't yeah. know. I said that really weirdly, but that, that time of the year, I think is when it, it will be the earliest, but even then I'm a little hesitant just because I feel mm. like they're kind of set, set on like just keeping getting in and like Dagnold's, uh, post game interview after that Dallas game where he had a really bad game and the the reporters asked about him his comments made me think that the, he's not going to he's not going to change the lineup anytime soon and that was after Gordon Hayward was on the team so um i think i think 
he's not going to be in the starting lineup. But what I was going to say is I hope that they put Hayward in these like clutch finishing lineup quarter minutes more, in the finishing yeah, more lineups likely to close and see, start, I think. yeah, and see what that looks like because that's, I mean, obviously that's when it matters. Um, so I'm excited for that. Yeah. What I don't want, what I don't want is if you're going to do that, do that. Like, you know, like you said, Tierney mid March, you know, early April, you have middle of the March, left. as I said, yeah, middle of the March. Um, do it then. What you what you don't want is you don't want a situation where you do it in in game four or game five of a playoff series and you're oh, down, no. you know, three yeah. one, and you just have to make a change like that. So, yeah, I'd rather it be then than you know during game five of a must win game in, in the playoffs. And we've yeah. done that before. That was the Karan Butler situation. Yeah, Thunder Legend Karan Butler. Yeah, he was something. Um, all right, fellas, let's get into a little fun segment as we close out this podcast. Uh, as you guys know, I'm sure you're aware, we are in the All-Star break now. The Thunder will not play a game of basketball for eight days. Thank Much God. needed rest. <laughs> we need this very badly, but it is it is sad times. Good for but, me, good for them. Hey, right, there's some fun things that are happening in between then. So starting Friday is All-Star weekend. Uh Tierney, I've I've talked to Alex, you know, last year and like the year before specifically. Like we both love All Star Weekend. Like we're All Star Weekend fiends. We're watching the yeah. the little events. We're watching the main events. So we're gonna go through here. We're gonna make our All Star Weekend picks to close out the podcast. Um, and you know, we'll do it again Friday for the All Star Saturday night for the different cast of uh, unit members that pop in here. So, uh, Alex, you know where we're starting, man. Celebrity All Star Game. Oh my gosh! The most entertaining game, bro. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta sh- show this on the YouTube, man. Because I was telling Dylan this before. Um, let me pull. I have it right here. Let me pull it. Okay, up. cool. It's a um, bunch of freaking. Like, it's off, a, God, it's a bunch of freaking like YouTubers and stuff like that. I have yes. no idea who they are. Yes. So I was gonna show the YouTube listeners this because I, I want to tell you the number of people I know, uh, out of this because there's it's like twenty percent at like. Conser- or generously speaking, it's twenty. Out of like twenty so, people, you know, too. No, right, 10%, exactly. Four, so, so I know on this list, and I the fact that I even know some of these people is crazy. But I know who Kai Sinet is. Right. I know who I know who Michael Parsons is. See, I don't. I, yeah. So I don't really know him to be honest. I just know that he's a <laughs> he's a twi- Twitch guy. Yeah. I know who Michael Parsons is. I know Meta World Peace, C.J. Stroud. And Jennifer Hudson. That's it. That's five. Jennifer guys Hudson being in this is wild. Bro. That's is, wild. Like, why is, is she there? Is uh Anuel double A yeah, in there? He, I don't know it if he's on the list, but he's on the he's on the official press release that I saw. That this is all they got on the. He's a he's a reggaetonero. He's reggaeton. Yeah, yeah. He's at the top of uh, Team Shannon's team there. Yeah, let's go. That's the only one I know. Got a rep Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. That, is that there your you pick go. for MVP, Alex? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Noel Doble A. I think you picked him last year, too. Doble yep. A. All right, Tuna, who you got? Uh, uh, let's go. I mean, CJ Stroud had a great year in the NFL. I love so CJ Stroud. I think, I think I'm going to go with CJ. I think he's going to, he's got that it factor. You know, he took a, it took a really bad Texans team the year prior. And no, I'm not and mad at that. made them a playoff team. I'm gonna say CJ drops uh, 25 and 10. Oh, my we, we did not ask for stat predictions in the celebrity. All-Star you did not ask, and I gave it to is, you anyway. Dude. Is the 10 going to be rebounds or are they going to be assists? Oh, I think or they're they going to be. Seems like an assist. 
He seems like an assist guy. He's got that quarterback I mean, in him. He's a quarterback. You know, find the open man. That's that's his thing. He's a disher. All right. I like a it. Um, CJ Stroud was one of the guys I was going to pick. I love CJ Stroud as well. And I've seen videos of him. He's a hooper. He, he played high school. Oh, I didn't know that. Day, so so he's got some good. hoops in him. Uh, so I'm going to go with my other pick. And this is a guy I declared MVP before they literally, like, you know, they were tweeting out the names on the NBA All-Star account. And when this guy came up, I declared him MVP, and then they tweeted CJ Stroud right after that. I was like, ah, it's a toss-up. Tristan Jass, a.k.a. T. Jass. I don't know if you guys have wide seen yet. it. Oh, no yeah, Tristan Jass, yeah. Mm-hmm. Short white no dude, idea. blonde shaggy no hair. I that is. I have no idea. Dude. Is that the nope. is that the guy with the YouTube who does the crazy – The crazy layups and stuff? Yes. What's his name on YouTube? Tr- like the – T-Jess. No, he's got a different. No, he, there's another guy. You should, not, it, you should tag you're about all the YouTubers on here to let them know that we're talking about them. Yeah, yeah. I think you're talking about Jesser. He was on no, there last is, year, actually. He's like a doctor or something, or like I don't know. It's like a white guy who does all this crazy stuff. Look I don't up know. T Jazz. He's really good. Maybe it is T Jazz. I don't know. Yes. Hey, think of somebody else. Davis Ray knows ball, man. No, T Jazz is if crazy. anyone else in the chat knows who I'm talking about, let me know. He does all these crazy trick layups on like his Instagram on his YouTube, but like he's shown clips of him like just pulling up to runs and like he's good, man. Like he's got a nice handle. Obviously, he can finish around the rim. He can shoot. Like he legitimately knows the game of basketball. He's not gonna look like you know some of these other celebs out there. I think T Jazz is gonna have a good game. So that's my pick for MVP on that one. I like it. Can I can I go through my can I go through my selections real quick and then go? Yeah, go yeah, go ahead. Rising stars uh, MVP and and team winner. Uh, so it's gonna be the team that has um, Dub and Chet. That's way too much firepower. Yep. So what's either. the other thing? The skills challenge. Well, the MVP. Who's the MVP? You got the MVP. Oh, who's the MVP who's who wins? Oh, I think it's, it's two Thunder Party for Dub. Mm. Mm. I like it. Yeah. They haven't announced the matchups yet, have they? Let him like, keep I going, Tierney. He's got to go. All right. Let's. Oh, okay. So, what's the next thing? The the skills challenge. They do the skills challenge, but I haven't heard teams okay. yet. No one gives a shit about that. Moving on. Three points. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> three point contest. Who's in a three point contest? I don't know. Oh, let's pull it up. Gosh. It's not. Right, well, while... Joe, I know that much. Damn it. Let's yeah, pull it while, up. While we do that, why don't you pick Steph Curry or Sabrina Ionesco? Oh, gotta go with Steph, man. I'm sorry. It's gonna be fun to watch. Don't get me wrong. It's gonna, like, they, should love really, they should really have Caitlin Clark there. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. No, yeah, they, they should. should they Caitlin should. I, yeah, I said they should have the best three point shooter NBA, WNBA, college women's and college, college men. That yeah, way we can yeah. get Reed Shepard up there too. Well, Reed Shepard, Caitlin Clark in the mix. That'd be very hey, nice. nice. Caitlin Future Clark Thunder. Whoops, Reed Shepard. Yes, yes, Alex. Yes, hey, say I'm, it I'm again. Pushing, I am pushing that agenda. Okay, Reed. Alex was right. on my side with Cam Johnson before the trade deadline. Now he's back on. No, back I'm just saying, Kentucky. like, we need shooters. If we can get Cam Johnson, too, shit, why not? Reed Shepard is still shooting 50% from three, by yeah. the way. Uh, let's see. <laughs> looking, at, looking at this list, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go with Trey Young. Mm. He's gotten – Trey Young's gotten shitted on a little bit this season, so I'm going to go with Trey. Oklahoma born and bred, baby. I like it. Uh, dunk contest, I think. So we've got uh, oh, there we I'm go. I'm gonna go with Maddie McClung again. Climb on like, the producing shit today, he, dude. I'm he I'm literally on. has not done, <laughs> he literally has not done anything else but probably think about dunks. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Maddie McClung. 
Mac McClum, man, the repeat. One of the best dunk contest performances we've seen in like the past decade, I, I will yeah. say. So, yeah, I, I, I like. They didn't even, like even get bit. the right Toppin brother. Hey, hey, you leave Kentucky legend Jacob Toppin out of this, oh okay? Oh my gosh, Jesus! Uh, All star winner and MVP. West. I'm not the lineups for that. Screw it. SGA. It's probably gonna be. It's probably gonna be LeBron. It'll know, be, like, it won't be SGA, but you're yeah, yeah probably yeah. LeBron. I screw it. SGA. Why not? Why not? He's gonna talk that trash, baby. He's gonna talk that trash. Go home. He's gonna yell, go home to the all star crowd. (laughs) We gotta get Jalen Suggs out there to talk trash to Shea during the game. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my that's my list. And then lots of rest, which I love for our team. Yes. Who do we play coming out of uh, all star break? You guys remember? We got a a back to back Clippers and then uh, I forgot who else. Let's see. Let's see. It's a lowly uh, team. Lowly team. I don't say that. Uh, <laughs> Wizards. Yeah, there you go. Wizards. Clippers. Yeah. Wizards. Two and zero coming out of All Star break. Alex, final prediction. Let's go. I'll be on some. You know, I mean, that'll push we'll, us we'll to thirty nine and seventeen. Then, but yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, well, Friday. No, no, no. I'm just saying. My head. Keep the prediction going. Thirty nine and seventeen at that point, and we will be well, one I mean, win away from thing, reaching like, forty wins before twenty losses. Yeah, here's the thing. Like we we really want that Clipper game, mm-hmm. um, because that'll give us the tiebreaker, and so we'll have the tiebreaker against them against Denver, and then we'll be tied uh, against you know Minnesota. So, yeah. Yep, for sure. All right, Alex. We will. Uh, I'm sure All we'll right, talk brothers. to you again here soon, man. Have a good night at work. All right. Take care. Good night. All right, Tierney. Thunder get up. your Bye. picks, dude. Thunder up. All right, uh, rising uh, stars challenge. Yeah, so let's go back. Um, the graphics up. So, all right, didn't I already give my? Or no, I gave my All Star celebrity. Uh, rising yeah. stars. I'm taking Team J one, by the way. Like, I don't think there's any way that I don't think we showed the lineups yet for this. If anyone yeah. cares, well, Team J one yeah. has Chet and Jalen Williams on it. It does. That's the only one with two. We got Kaysen over in the. Uh, oh. There you go. In the Team Pow. Yeah, team. Man, I really thought Jalen was gonna pick all three of them. I was about to get so excited. It did. It did feel like that uh, when it was voting time. But he, I don't know. I he, he went with like Jordan Hawkins, I think. Which I was like, Jordan mm-hmm. Hawkins is not as good as Case and Wallace, but Jordan Hawkins is still good. I respect him. Um, yeah, I mean, the Homer pick is to go with the the two OKC guys. I guess I, I want to be contrarian, but you know, I just feel like. Just even looking at this lineup of, you know, like defensively, it's a great backcourt, like the, or the front court, I should say, mm-hmm. with Holmgren, Kessler, and Lively. Like, that's scary. Um, for Kaysen and his team, you've got obviously Victor, you've got Brandon Miller. Both of them have been really, really good. Um, Ami Hawkes. Ami Hawkes. He's in like rookie of the year conversations. I don't know how to say this guy's name. Pozimski, I think. Mm-hmm. He's been pretty good for Golden Nailed State. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm think going to go with defense. We're going to go Team Jalen as well. Um, I don't think it's going to be a Thunder player, though, just to be a little less homer. I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to say it is... Derek Lively wins it. Yeah. 
I am going to say Team Jalen wins. Uh, I think that objectively they're the best roster. Um, also, Team Detlef, I didn't realize, had the entire G League. Um, that seems not roster. fair, to be honest. They've got a lot of pretty good guys there. But I guess it's, you know. Oscar Sheboy, baby. Kentucky legend. Won the basketball uh, and the Giannis 60-point game. It's the only thing I remember him from in the NBA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm taking Chet. Uh, I think something about seeing Wimby on the other side, seeing Paolo on the other side is going to make him see red fire in his eyes. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I'm taking Chet as the MVP. All right. Uh, all-star Saturday night, Curry or Sabrina. I love Sabrina, dude, but I mean, Curry's the, I feel I actually, I don't know if I can pull it up the, the odds for this. I should have done that before, but I feel like Curry is the odds favorite just because he's Curry, but I really think Sabrina could, like, I was watching some of her highlights. She's just so automatic. It's crazy. Yeah, um, I think I'm taking Sabrina, because I'm pretty sure in the WNBA All-Star Weekend last year, she missed one three. That was the <laughs> in, highlight I saw, yeah. She hit, she hit everything. She hit everything. It was, it, I think, yeah, I don't remember what the total points was, because it was like, it was like 35 or something. It was, like yeah, it was a record by like three-point contest record. By far, yeah. So I'm just like, she's so automatic. So I, I feel like Steph is the favorite just because he's Steph, but I'm gonna go Sabrina. I really like I really like her chances. Yep. Shout out Sabrina. Hey, okay. let's go. All right, well, we got three point shootout. Where where you got it? So three point shootout. I can't uh, believe we got anything on the skills challenge yet. Yeah, that's crazy. So we got Malik Beasley, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Halliburton, Damian Lillard, Laurie Markin, Lowry Markinen. We said that wrong last podcast. Someone shouted it out. Lowry Markinen. Donovan I wasn't Mitchell. Here. I would have. I would have corrected you. I'm pretty sure you were. Just saying. No. I'm pretty sure you were. Yes. I came in for like two minutes. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Lowry Markinen, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Cat, and Trey. Uh, Alex was Trey. So Malik hmm. Beasley, eh, Beasley has been good. Very good this year. I I'm gonna pick Lowry just uh because I'm saying his name right now and he uh <laughs> might be a future Oklahoma City Thunder one day. Who knows? I still have hope. I still have we hope. All, we all can dream. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm taking Brunson. Uh, I think this is the year of Jalen Brunson. He's been absolutely killing it. I would take Tyrese Halliburton because I love Tyrese Halliburton, but ever since he came back Look from injury to form, dude. Yeah, his three yeah. point shooting has gone down a cliff ever since he came down, uh, came back from his injury. So yeah, I'm gonna take Jalen yeah. Brunson. Um, you know, he's small, he's compact, he's closer to the rack. So you know, a little, little bit of an advantage to him. Nice little uh, run. Shout out, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out, Cat, Kentucky legend. He won last year. He was my pick last year. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him repeat. He is a phenomenal shooter. But yeah, just just add a little variety. I'm taking Jalen Brunson. Uh, Tier before we move on to the dunk contest, I actually found some details for the skills challenge. Oh, do tell. So it is going to be three teams. You got Team Pacers, which this is what they've done. You know, wherever the uh, the city is that's hosting, they have their own team. So it'll be Tyrus Albert and Benedict Matherin and Miles Turner. Pretty good team. Uh, you got Team Top. Oh, it's right picks. here. Oh, okay. Well, there right we go. Here. I found Team it. Top Picks: Paolo Bencaro, Anthony Edwards, Victor Wembanyama. Also, very interesting team. And then Team yeah. All-Stars, you've got Scotty Barnes and Tyrese Maxey doing the awkward hug once again with Trey Young mixed in there as well. So, uh, 
Tierney, what is your pick for winning the skills challenge? Uh, so these, okay, these are teams. So we're picking a team. Uh, I will go. I mean, team top picks seems really enticing. Skills challenge is what? It's dribbling, it's passing, and then it's shooting a three, right? Is that no, it? No, so you've, so you've got like a shooting competition, you've got a passing competition. And I, I thought they do it all at once. No, no, they, they changed it over the past couple of years. Giddy was in it his rookie year um, with Scotty Barnes and Evan Mobley. Um, but yeah, like there's like a whole passing competition, like you're like just rifling passes all like through okay through hoops. Uh, there's a shooting competition in which where you guys like stand at a spot, like one person's in a spot and they shoot until they make it, and then the next person does it, and like you try to beat the timer for that. Uh, there's another one where everybody's just shooting from like different areas and they're trying to get as many points in as, in as much time. Uh, and then there's one more, I want to say it's some kind of speed competition. So, you know, a little bit of everything um, with that. I guess in that case, like Trey fits those categories the most in terms of like being able to do all those pretty well. But I guess it depends. You have to factor in all three, but mm -hmm. you know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hope Trey carries that team. I'm gonna go team all stars. Man, I was gonna do that too. I was gonna pick team all stars because I feel like you know all three of them are pretty good passers, all three of them are pretty good shooters. Uh they're all pretty fast, handle the ball. Is Scotty like shooting that good this year? I thought he was a little down. That was why He's, I was a little hesitant. I don't know exactly what his stats are. I felt like when we talked to we talked about him in the all-star picking, and I remember we looked it up. I just remember thinking, like, I felt like his shooting was not so awesome. I mean, it's not bad, but it's like not... 35.8% on five attempts a game. That's pretty good considering That's he was 28% good. last year. Okay. Yeah, he's definitely better then. I think I think 35 just didn't jump out to me in the moment. Okay, yeah. Team All-Stars. I'm, I'm more confident about that now because that was the reason I was hesitant because I didn't think he was – he felt like the weak link there. But if his shooting's 35, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm confident. Yeah, I wish Shay could have been in this. That would have been a lot of fun. Shay would have been great, dude. So, oh, yeah. like, my I went to the uh, a game with my dad uh, a couple weeks ago, and he was, like, unironically saying, like, he is the best player in terms of, like, his ability to um, – move laterally like the best he's seen since michael jordan and i was like yeah that's probably right it's mm. probably right skills that. wise he's got he's the mj he's the new mj yeah shout out shay which by the way i you know i looked this up and i told you before the pod um but you know they haven't updated on basketball reference but i have it calculated shay is now up to 37.1 percent from the three-point line this year which is Second highest in his career so far. Um, let me double check that. Yeah, second highest in his career so far, um, trailing only the year he shot 41.8%. And I, I I looked it up. I think, like, since the start of the new year, he's shooting, like, 44% from three. Like, he's he's really been doing a better job shooting the three ball um, on decent volume as well, not just, like, one a game. Like, he had one tonight, but, you know, he's been shooting on, like, higher volume. So, yeah, if he can continue that, like, that adds an entire new dynamic. And 50-40-90 is actually possibly in play. If he keeps this up, 
He's got some work to do from the stripe now, but if he keeps it up from three-point line, it's in play. He could do um, it. He just has to keep the, the, the shots down. Like, if he just picks his shots from three, he can get that percentage up. Yeah. All right, back to All-Star Weekend. Dunk contest here, Nick. Who are you picking? We cannot have, and I've said this before, but we cannot have a guy in the G League win. It has to be Jalen, or it has to be Hami Haikaz. I mean, Jacob Toppin, no disrespect to him. He's not like, he's not an actual NBA player right now. Like, he's not a guy. It's got to be Jalen, or it has to be Hami Haikaz. And I don't care who. It has to be one of those two. We can't. We have to have a real NBA player win the dunk contest. There's too many good dunkers out there in the NBA. Like, pick someone from the league. So if it's those two guys, one of them. That's my pick. Yeah. Well, I'm actually going the complete opposite. I think that no. McClung, I think Matt McClung and Jacob Toppin have both better athleticism and better creativity than both uh, Jalen and Jaime. Uh, Jacob Toppin in the Kentucky dunk, dunk contest was pulling out 360 uh, between the legs, like back scratcher windmills. And obviously we saw what Matt McClung did last year. And he's been thinking, like Alex said, like for the last just 365 days, man, he's been thinking about how do I one-up what I did in this contest? Like how do I become Here, not just a one-trick pony? So, okay, like, here's the thing. Here's Here's what, like at this point, like it shouldn't be an NBA event then. This should be like a separate we're, we're getting to the point where it's like we're just inviting people who are good at dunks and only dunks. So that that should be its own contest. If it's an NBA dunk contest, it says NBA right there. It should be NBA people who play in the NBA on a regular basis that can also dunk. That's oh. that's what I, my argument told us. I will say, you know, obviously the NBA is trying to include the G League a little bit more in the All-Star Weekend. You know, they have their own team in the Rising Stars Challenge. I think that it should be all or nothing, like have a G League guy in the three-point shooting or in the three-point shootout. Have a G League team in the Skills Challenge. Like, you know, if you're going to have it in the dunk contest, going to have the Skills Challenge, like, you know, be all in or be all out is kind of what I'm saying. So I feel you on that. I feel you on that. But, yeah, I think think it's going to be Mac or Jacob. Uh, my money's on Mac, but I wouldn't be like Jacob's my dark horse. And I, I'm, I'm sure you're right too. I'm sure they're the odds on favorites, but it's because they just do that. That's all they do. So I don't know. I, it's my old man yells at cloud thing, but it's just like, if we're going to have an NBA <laughs> dunk contest, make it an NBA dunk contest. Don't make it a dunk contest. Whoever can make it at least to the G league. That's really good at dunking. You can participate. All right. Well, I got about four minutes before my wife yells at me. So all-star, all-star game. Who are you picking? Uh, MVP. Um, team first. Go. Oh, team. Okay. Um, we got to go West. Got to rep the boys. Um, I mean, Shay. Yeah, it's, uh, that's a homework pick. I'm not going to pick Shay. I'll say. Um, hmm. It's in Indiana. So I guess that doesn't really help with the West. Um, let's say it's, I mean, it's probably LeBron, but I'll go with, um, uh, I just had a guy and I lost him. Uh, I can't remember him. So I'm going to go LeBron, LeBron. All right. Yeah, I will. Maybe I'll remember it. I'll pick the West as well. And they have a better roster. 
uh, better starting lineup um, with Trey Young being inserted for Joe Embiid. You know, there's a little yeah, deficiency on size. Yeah. Um, but for MVP, I think the people that win MVP are the guys that actually like go for it. And I just don't think Shea's the type of personality to go for it. Um, so I am going to take like my mind thinks Luca, but Luca's kind of like lackadaisical cool in these things as well. Yeah, I don't think him either. So my mind goes to either Ant or Curry. And Ooh, Ant's you know, a good Ant's, one. Ant's coach is the coach for this. So, you know, if it gets to like closing lineups, he could elect to go to Ant in favor of somebody else. Um, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Anthony Edwards, and it makes me sad, but I think that's who I'm going with. Yeah, whatever. Wolves fans can have their moment. Hey, if they can have that MVP, just let us have the real one. That's, yeah, that's I was going to say, take that, take that all day. I don't care. There we go. All right, Jeremy, that is uh, that's all I got for today, brother. Um, yeah, thank you to all the people that have been listening on YouTube. I know pretty much every Thunder podcast, you know, went live after, you know, everything that happened on TNT. So the ones that rode with us, you know, whether it was appreciate from the you. beginning or you jumped in the middle, definitely appreciate you guys. Go ahead and subscribe to us if you're not already. Like the video, comment below uh, what your favorite all-star event is. A little, little bit of fan interaction on that. Um, not fan, that feels weird. Listener interaction. Uh, we definitely appreciate that. And if you're listening on audio forums, Anywhere you listen to your podcast, go ahead and subscribe to us. Leave us a five-star rating, positive review. We'd appreciate that. Uh, we will read those on air when we have those. Uh, I'm just going to check really quick, see if we got any new ones, because I do say that we will read them on air. Let me see here. While you're doing that, also comment in the YouTube chat who you think is going to win the uh, – I was going to say it's Sabrina versus Steph, but let's do All-Star MVP who your MVP for the All-Star game will be. Yeah. All right, so our, our last uh, review, this is from Alduke714. He says, these guys know ball, they know OKC. It's always a great time when they drop a new masterpiece, parentheses, episode. I highly suggest you listen to this podcast. It will change your life. There's Thanks, no... I, I can't say it any better myself. So shout out, Al Duke. Um, yeah, drop your MVP picks below. Uh, we'll be talking... We'll be making more picks on Friday whenever we have more mm -hmm. people on the pod. Maybe Jerry's on, maybe Cone's on, maybe Moles is on. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Dolan a, gets his picks. <laughs> I have a thought. I, I was going to run it by you guys, but maybe as a little teaser. I think we should do a competition with the, with the group on who can get the most correct picks. Okay. But we should also do a punishment for whoever gets the least amount of a punishment on the all-star weekend tyranny i think that's some spicy content right there now the question we have to come up with is what is the punishment and what is the reward for the loser and the winner respectively but i think just for, instead of just making predictions with no you know no whatever let's that's let's make jam. it a little interesting <laughs> i like i like to spice it up though let's spice it up a little bit so I'll, I'll think of some stuff before Friday and I'll ask you guys too in the chat, but um, yeah, maybe we'll maybe make it a little interesting on Friday's episode with also uh, predictions. <coughs> um, I think I'm going to be <coughs> sick on uh -huh, Friday. Yeah, so. <laughs> sure. You already put your picks in, so you're, those will be yours on the board. No, those aren't my you know, official picks. Yes. Calm yourself. Yes, you, wait a minute. We're recording right now. 
That's I have absolutely picks and dark horses. Picks. I might have to like you know dive into the film those, a little bit for like. So if you're not on Friday, on I am. I am taking those as your picks. All right, fair warning. Fair. That is officially on the record. We'll see about it. We'll see about I think it. Make it spicy. Uh, interesting. But yeah, join us Friday. You know, it'll be it'll be more low key, more fun podcast. I don't think we'll do anything like an hour or anything like that. You know, just be 30, 45 yeah. minutes, just goofing off, having a good time during All Star Weekend. Um, and then we'll be back on Tuesday once again. Hi, Chelsea. I'm wrapping up. <laughs> um, my my wife chimed in the chat. Everybody, here we go. Hello. Follow Hi, her on Chelsea. TikTok. She's TikTok we're done. Famous. I promise. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, We'll be potting Friday. We'll be potting again on Tuesday, uh, talking about the festivities of All-Star Weekend and previewing uh, the rest of the season, the week that comes. Might even have a guest on, working on a couple of those. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, and then, of course, the Thunder will be back in action Thursday after eight days of rest against their rivals, the Los Angeles Clippers, uh, with seeding in the Western Conference, bragging rights against the Paul George trade um, and, you know, obviously the King of the Prairie, um, you know, coming back home once again. So keep it locked in here for all your Thunder content uh, going on throughout the season. And until then, I hope everybody has a great night. God bless. Hoop when you can. And as always, Thunder up. Thunder up. Yay. Uh- Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter, at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.